Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football. So yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. What's happening? Welcome to the show. This podcast brought to you by DraftKings, like it always is. And I'll just say this. I hit my parlay again. I'm pretty happy about that. Amazing. I know. Uh, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. You guys might be watching on Facebook right now. We turned it on. So... Pretty pumped about that, although we do it every day. And let's all whistle us in. Here we go. One, two, three. Eddie and I were talking before we came on. We have an NBA 2K league that we just started. Yeah. And we decided to play the decade of the 90s. Oh. Right, because you can do 80s. They go Magic and Bird era, or you can do Jordan era. But our rule in our league is, because we have six teams in our league, our rule is you can't pick the Bulls and Jordan because he's so much, that's so much better. Right. Yeah, Jordan and Pippen. Other than that, go get whoever you want. I have the Utah Jazz. Love Ooh, it. I like that pick. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Malone's tough, and obviously Stockton. Here's the thing. If three-point line would have been as desirable back then, Stockton would have been close to a Curry. For sure. Yeah. You can't say a full Curry because nobody's ever been Curry. Right. But he could shoot. It just wasn't as desirable back then. They played a different kind of ball. But Eddie picked the Pistons. I didn't really. Now he's regretting it. I didn't do my research. And, and I just thought 90s, like you have Rodman, you got Isaiah Thomas. Like, yeah, it's going to be good. But in 2K, there's overall ratings on these players. And if they're in the 90s, they're just dominant. And so once I picked the Pistons, Rod, Rodman wasn't really at his he's prime. In the 80s, though. But he wasn't he's really. He's 30, I think, in the game. Yeah. yeah. So, so that kind of threw me off a little bit. I, the Jazz, I totally would have won with the Jazz. I didn't realize my, uh, Magic Johnson was still, you know, like relevant in the Lakers. I mean, the Celtics were kind of stacked in the 90s, too, with Bird. And Early on. Older, Michaela. though. Yeah. Older yeah. Older, but still then. I think the Pistons were a good pick. I thought about getting them because, and here's what I don't think you looked at, is that Rodman's rating, his overall score isn't that high, but that's because he can't shoot. But you don't have Rodman to shoot. You have him to rebound Rebounds. and play defense, and his right. scores right. are so high there. I, yeah, again, I'll take you off Pistons if you want. 
I mean, but I like the Pistons a lot, but I'll take them off. Last year I had the Gri- the Grizzlies, and I was pretty good. I was pretty good with the Memphis Grizzlies. Like so, I mean, I can make the Pistons work. But you shouldn't make them work. <laughs> you should find a team you really like, like. I'll settle with I, them. I'm good. We'll yeah. make it work. I I almost took the Pistons for the record. Instead, I went with Utah. But I think you have. I, I love Rob. I'll trade you. I'll take Rodman. But anyway, oh, yeah? that's what we're talking about before we went on here. <laughs> uh, obviously, we have a lot of football to talk about. Um, I'll start with this real quick, is that the Arkansas games, I was tough. We got to 28-23. We scored tw- they scored 28 unanswered. We scored 23 unanswered. And then the wheels kind of fell off in that they had a couple real long runs and the end. It was kind of like getting blown out twice. Yeah, it's it was, it was not fun. But there, I'm addressing it. I'm done. <laughs> is that all we're moving talking on? I think about? so. We'll see what comes on? up. We'll okay. see. What, I had to go for a walk. I don't yeah. ever go for walks. <laughs> How you know it's can I bad? Ask one question? You can ask ten questions, okay, but I'm just okay. saying that's all I had on my mind to say was Alabama's real good. They lost their quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, Bryce went down, yeah. but we still scored 23 on their defense. Go ahead. How long were you like happy? How were you like, oh, maybe we can never. do this actually? None. You never had a I'm little. A, I'm a conditioned no? Arkansas fan. You expect everything to go bad. <laughs> okay. That's not. Good. You hope it doesn't. You expect it to, and that's what happens when you have a team. Your whole life that I won't say lets you down because we've had little brief glimpses, but that doesn't ever win the big one. Yeah. That never really gets close to winning the big one. That it, it's tough. I think in basketball, we got a real shot soon. And in football, we're getting better. But I think this year is going to be seen as possibly a little more down than last year. Cause I don't, we may not win nine games, but I still think the team was a little better. It's just the environment. All our non conference games are, I'm getting off Arkansas, BYU. Look at them. Yeah. BYU, Cincinnati, um, Liber- we have to play Liberty. Liberty yeah. So, and those are the games you should just crush. Right. Anyway, I'm off of it. It was a tough, it was a tough weekend. That third quarter, you weren't like, oh my gosh, we could win this Well, game. I'm watching it with a bunch of Oklahoma fans. We were in Utah, and we're watching it with a bunch of Oklahoma fans, and they had just gotten destroyed. Yeah. It was never a game. And so, that, and I, I, that's the only bet I missed of the week was the Oklahoma bet. And let me be honest with you, I told you, I, they don't cover often. And I bet them anyway just so I could root. And so I rooted hard, and it wasn't pretty. It's a bad game. And so they're sitting with me, and I'm calling shots, and I'm like, here's what's going to happen. They're either going to break one off real long or chunk a deep one that's going to hit. Boom, one. Boom, another. I've just seen enough of it to know. Gosh, they make it look so easy. Yeah, because when you're at that third and 15 or 16, and, they and, it, was like, and it was like, okay, and you guys are down five now, and then he makes that long 70-what, yeah. five-yard run, whatever it's it was. Terrible. It's like, oh, no. It's okay. terrible. I hate life. But it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that I get to care. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because that's the situation. I, I had a friend who lost his dog recently and he was very sad. And I'm not comparing, yeah, I'm comparing the two because they feel about the same. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I had a dog named Dusty that was like my dog. Like all of my adult, like young adult to medium adult life, I had this dog for 12 years. Freaking love that dog more than anything ever until I met my wife, honestly. Like I love that dog. Everywhere I'd been, all the struggle, all the successes, that dog was right with me. And he got really sick with cancer, and we had to put him down. We, me, had to drive up and put him down. It was really hard. And he was like, how do you do this? And I said, well, it's not easy, and there's no word I can tell you that's going to make it easy. I said, but there, there becomes a time whenever it starts to be fun to think about how cool it was to, to have the dog in your life and all the great memories you had together. So that's not right now because it's just going to hurt to think about him. I said, but you know how lucky you were that you loved a dog that much? that you get to have that much pain that they died. Like, think about that. Think about all the awesomeness that that animal brought you. So as it sucks and it hurts, if that dog died and you weren't sad, it's a whole lifetime of you not getting all of that. 
And he's like, Dad, you know, it's good perspective. That's how I feel about Arkansas. That's mm-hmm. football right there. <laughs> yeah. If 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 I wasn't sad they lost, I mean, think of all the last couple of years we've we've won some games, baby. We've won some more. Yeah. So it's tough, and it's very much the same. Losing one game in the middle of a season to the number one team now mm-hmm. is like losing your dog of years and years. So, I've often yeah. compared it to having a cousin die that you only kind of knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said on the Razorback podcast that I went on last week because we lost two in a row now. And they were like, what was it like to lose to Texas A&M? How'd you feel? And I said, well, it's like losing a cousin that you only kind of knew. Like you're sad for a little bit, but you get over it. And you, you I know, didn't know him more. that well. Yeah, yeah. it's like, easy. everybody said he was cool. You're a little sad. Everybody said he was cool. So, yeah, that's the situation. So, uh, let me say this, guys. Don't lose your whistles. Mike's tired of buying new whistles. Oh. And they cost how much each? Five bucks each. Five bucks what? each. So, I've had to keep funding the whistle. Well, whoever you, loses it should lo- should buy their own. Now, then. that's the deal. Yeah. You, yeah. We have these black whistles that are the exact kind that we use. If you lose it, you pay double now. Ten dollars a whistle. Ten dollars a whistle. Because I've been paying. I probably put a hundred bucks in the whistle kitty. Dang man. I'm tired of paying the whistle kitty. Yeah. Whoever whoever lost their whistle yeah. should feel bad about. Who themselves. has lost their whistle? Not me. Not me. Eddie forgot his whistle. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that was one time. Dude. Adam yeah. touched whistle. I, I got this. Is this is my third whistle? Okay. Uh, it's but, Adam. We're but talking about. To be about. fair, all I still right. have it's all three though. whistles. I still have all three whistles. This was a fire drill this morning. I had to get here super early. Didn't get to go back home to get my whistle. But you already lost another one though before that. Well, my wife took it out of my car because she didn't like it dangling. Dang her. Because <laughs> I, I keep it hung on my on my rearview mirror so I don't lose it because I lose stuff. And then she just like didn't well, that's like the it. point. Don't lose stuff. Right. Yeah. Ten bucks a whistle. Okay. Uh, I, I warm up help. question. How do you like your steak cooked? Let's warm it up here. Ooh. How do you like your steak cooked, Eddie? Medium rare. Oof, rare. You oh, like the pink? I I need my steak a little bloody, and that's when it's the best. I mean, that if you ask any world renowned chef, they tell you this is how you need to eat a, a steak. I agree that yeah. fancy people say eat it. I didn't grow up fancy. Are you well done? Oh my god! I'll come to mine. Oh my god! <laughs> Kick off, Kevin. <laughs> Medium rare as well. I like that little pink in there and uh, get a little chewiness to it. Oh yeah, that juice. Even man. more on the rare side. Oh. I'll even take a rare. Give you know me that the blood. lame. You know the lamest joke is when you're eating dinner and they're a little slow and somebody goes, "We well, gotta kill the cow." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's as bad as a dumb golf joke. That's the lamest joke. Yeah, yeah. hey, did did your, your wife, wife play, play too? Yeah, did your wife play? <laughs> also, you know what I say now? Why are you being sexist? That's not welcome. Twenty twenty two. Right. I right. say that on the golf course. <laughs> nice putt, Sally. Yeah. Wait, what's wrong with Sally? She's yeah. a better putter than you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Mike, how Ve- you like your steak cooked? Vegan. I don't eat steak. Ooh. He likes his steak cooked cauliflower. Yeah. <laughs> cauliflower <laughs> steak. I do you like a cauliflower steak? Mm-hmm. I can say that from having many a meal with him. Wait, that's a real thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Mm-hmm. It's actually not that bad. Why can't we just call it a cauliflower, not a steak? Well, why do they call it imp- like impossible meat? Yeah, why imp- do they call it chicken? Sometimes I've got on Uber Eats and I'm like, oh, this place looks good. And I'm like, and I get C-H-I-K-K-E-N-N. And I'm like, oh, they spell their chicken differently. But I'll, <laughs> I'll take one of those and you get it. And they spell it differently. Because it ain't chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's chicken at all. They just spell it different. So it's, 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 it's ve- tofu yeah. stuff. Uh, Adam, how do you like your steak cooked? I'm on the medium rare spectrum too, except I'm on the opposite side of Kevin. I like mine closer to medium than to rare, but uh, but I do I do like that nice nice good pink. Depending on how fancy the place is, I if it's real fancy, I will say medium well. Okay. Because there's medium, which is above you guys by one, but I'll take medium well at a pretty fancy place, and they look down on me on that, and I will go, can I get some? A1, A1 oh, no. Stop. Oh, no. I ask for A1 this, everywhere. Now, the this. fancier the place, like if work is taking me somewhere or if it could be any work, this work or t- whatever. If we're, if we're at a place and it's super fancy and they're paying for it, I will ask under my breath. 
if I'm paying for it, you got any A1? <laughs> Yell it across the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And if it's a place that's not as fancy and I'm paying for it, I'll ask for, well, I'll take a well done, please burn it. Come on. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Like, I that's want like it to, Denny's, right? I want it to be on fire when you bring it to me. Oh, I want a steak no. flambe. Oh, you're crazy. And so I, why I think that is, I'll be honest. I think as a kid, if we ever ate steak, it was really bad meat. And all meat's equal once it's burnt. <laughs> That's what my brother thought. And so all meat is also equal with A1. I love A1. It's my favorite. Oh, no man. steak. I don't care how good the meat is. I don't, and don't hit me with the, man, if it's good, it's meat, you don't even need A1. You're marinating it in crab and putting salt and pepper on it. You're putting crap on it too. You're just doing it pre, not post. So STFU, wow. man. Wow, okay. You're fighting with the, the cook. Fighting with every single person <laughs> that has messaged me about this. All the chefs out there. Also, I didn't say the F word on last week's show. Yeah, you did not. I said freaking, but somebody else was laughing in the background and made a sound that sounded like it. Or it did, but I, and I said that. I said, go, go listen to the clip. But when I listened to it, it did sound like it. But it also, there were like four people. You could hear other, other things. And it did kind of sound like it, but you, there's no chance. I don't even think it. But I, you stop all the messages. Kevin texted me and said, hey, yeah. man, I'm dealing with these, like, you know, messages. Did Bobby say the F word in the yeah. show? I go, absolutely not. And he said, did you hear it? I'm like, no, I don't need to go back and listen it to it. It does sound like it, though. You want to hear it? It does. Yeah, I we do. can hear it, and it does sound like it because it's the perfect storm of, go ahead. That Kyler Murray was playing out of his fucking brain, though. <laughs> but you, they blew you that, that There's a, There's a, and a, yeah. Dude, that's amazing. I know. It's the perfect like, I storm. I know you didn't say it, but that sounds cool. And that's the only that. reason that I know. That's the only reason it's not it, because I know I didn't say it, but I would bet money that I did. Right. We would have freaked out if you would have actually said it. The whole oh, room sure. would have yeah. lit up. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, it would have been like when they find out that they're not the dad on <laughs> Maury. Oh, Maury. Man, man. Or they're jumping around. That's what would have happened on this show. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> I don't think you would have burned an F-bomb on Kyler Murray, though. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, not it. that's not it. Not worth it. <laughs> I was watching, I forget who it was now, breaking down Kyler Murray on TikTok. It was the coach from, what's the show on Netflix where they, they cover the college team? And, and coach did, you? Uh, I mean, yes, Last uh, Chance last You. Yeah. And it's the, the school oh. in Kansas with the, the bald dude, the coach. Was Crazy spot. one. Yes. yes. He's breaking down Kyler Murray, yeah. which by the way, you know, he, on Last Chance You, he's, all those episodes, all those seasons are great, by the way. You guys watched Last Chance You? Yes. No. Oh, yes. Eddie, you fall in love with it. I know. I, I bet I would. I didn't watch it either for a long time. I was like, who cares? But then I started watching it, and it was one of those where I go, where have I been, and why have I not watched this? It's so good. And so in one, in two of the seasons, they go to Kansas, and it is, I think of the name of that school. Independence. Is that what it is? Independence yep, Community yep. College? Yep. The coach there, you'll love him, and you'll hate him, and you'll go, what's happening? And he's an idiot, and he's so smart. <laughs> At the same time, but now he, he was reviewing Kyler Murray and he's like, we were paying this guy, you know, 20 million bucks and he's breaking down the blitz and he goes, look, da, 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 da. And you're like, oh, he really is smart. Netflix just kind of kept some of that out so they could build that, you know, oh, the, yeah. you know his, his, his character a little bit. But yeah, I think Kyler Murray doesn't know what he's doing. I agree. I think he's, an, he's a great athlete. You can really throw. Either he plays too many video games and doesn't focus, which is why they put on the contract, or he just isn't that bright. Yeah. Guys, that's bizarre at that level. And, you know, this, this is your, what, third year? Like, you should get it together at some point. Can I just, by the way, agree. But I'll say I know people in the media world who get paid a lot of money. They don't do crap. They got to the point, and they're like, I'm good. I got a deal. I'm going to let everybody else do it. And you would go, wait, you're there now. Why are you not working? My yeah. mind is, you made it. Why are you not working three times as hard right. to be, one, to prove to people that you're worth it, Two, to make sure you get another one. And three, to be the greatest. Yeah. 
Like every morning I wake up, I'm like, I might go in today and do some bad segments, but I'm going to go in and try some crap that's either going to be awesome. And you know what? If I swing and miss occasionally, that's okay because I'm trying to do next level stuff and it doesn't always work. But everybody doesn't think the same. Mm. But watching him break down Kyler Murray and then knowing what we know about the contract, that some and somebody leaked that. That didn't just, they don't print the contract and put the PDF up on Twitter. Yeah, you've somebody, never seen that. Somebody leaked that. On purpose. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. You're talking the, about the mandatory film watching? Yeah. yeah, if I'm the Cardinals, man. Every play looks like it's a backyard football. Like he's in high, <laughs> like really he's in high school. And you're like, dude, this is the NFL. Like you have to have timing. You have to, I mean, some plays, of course, but it's like, this is the NFL, not high school. But you know what's cool is that he still makes it work a lot of times. Like he's that good. <laughs> well, it's uh, fun to watch. Yeah. From a viewer's perse- uh, perspective. But Cliff's about to get fired. Kingsbury's about to get fired, probably. And then a coach is going to come in and have Kyler. Yeah, what's he going to do? Nothing. You can't. He, you go him too much money. Yeah. And, and, and well, that's the thing. At that point, don't you, don't, as a general manager or like the, 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 the office, don't they think that? Don't they realize like, hey, man, maybe this is just a Kyler problem. Because Coach Cliff was like, what? He was hailed for a long time. Like, oh, dude, he's so great. He's well, awesome. He won at Tech, but he only won at Tech like a bit. Yeah. I'm, nothing great. Yeah, he's not. He didn't come from. He had Mahomes. Um, no. Right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. again, you don't look at him. He didn't win national championships. I don't think he won the Big 12. No. Maybe it was just that he was a young coach, but now they're all young, right? I think he's a brilliant <laughs> offensive mind. Yeah. yeah. That's it. He's his his offensive schemes are are pretty next level. But again, if they're so next level, win the Big Twelve. Yeah. Right. Uh the, all to all to be said is that Kyler Murray is an awesome athlete, but man, just watching these I'm I'm putting it all on TikTok now. Watching <laughs> these TikToks, and multiple people are doing it. They're going, why isn't Kyler seeing this? Why isn't Kyler seeing this? You're paying him all this money, but the last one I saw was the coach from Last Chance U. Uh, okay, let's do the tittle-tattle. Hit it! It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle-tattle with kickoff Kevin. Question one, Kevin. All uh, right, Bobby, did Ole Miss win that game or did Kentucky lose it? Ole Miss won oh, the game. Yes. Ole Miss won the game. Ole Miss would have also had a minute to go back and score again. I said that Kentucky would lose the game, but I also knew they would cover. That's why I said take the money line. So I figured they would lose by three or four points. But, and I said Kentucky hadn't played anybody, and it, and it showed when they continued to fumble the ball. They kept doing dumb guy things, things you probably don't do if you play bigger games and, and you're built. For, Kentucky hasn't played anybody. Um, you could say whatever you wanted to say, but Kentucky lost the game multiple times, as a matter of fact. And, and – had they not fumbled, Ole Miss had enough time to go back down again and score had they needed to, with timeouts, I believe. So all the Kentucky haters, no, all the Kentucky lovers were hating on me because I said, Kentucky will lose the game. They'll cover, but they'll lose the game. And that's exactly what happens. I'm standing by it, even if everybody disagrees with me. Ole Miss won the game. That's it. The end. Kevin, I see you got a whistle in your mouth. I do. Go ahead. You blow it. I think Kentucky lost it. Well, first of all, I'll say – I don't think either of these teams are that great. I will, I'll agree with that. Maybe they didn't play that great on this day, but I don't think either of these teams were anything special. But you had the two missed extra points, missed field goal, two turnovers in the final couple that's of minutes. That's a bad team. That's a bad team. You can say they lost it. That's a bad team. <laughs> but that's also losing the game. Yes, that's, that, of, but that's a bad team. That's a bad it, team. So, those, okay, are those two different things? Kentucky lost the game because they're a yeah. bad team. Okay, I'm not saying they're not a bad team. I'm just saying they lost the game. Ole Miss didn't win it. Ole, Ole Miss, Miss gave them every opportunity to win it, and they lost it. Ole Miss won the game. That's like Arkansas and Texas a and the week before. Am I going to sit here and cry? I did a little. 
but I moved off of it. <laughs> and mostly I based this on that. Did Kentucky give up? Did Arkansas give up the game? Yeah. But really, I can't do that. I have to say Texas A&M won the game because they took advantage of the breaks that they got, and they then made decisions based on the breaks that had already happened in that game. I'm with you. I'm not, like, hypotheticals aren't my thing. You know, if you win the game, you win the game. But Kentucky did everything they, they could I will agree. Kentucky choked. But that's what bad teams do. They <laughs> choke. <laughs> Kentucky choked, but they also did the same thing they've been doing all year long. They were giving up 16 sacks going into this game. They still, they could not keep Will Levis on a spot. Could not let Will Levis get the ball down the field like he wanted to. I just don't think Kentucky's that good. I don't know. And I bet my whole career on it last, last week. I said it over and over again. They're going to lose, but they're going to cover. <laughs> oh my god I was oh, a little, I was a little worried right, yeah, I was hey, say, my bow was puckered up pretty tight <laughs> sure. I, I like Kentucky football yeah. I, I think Stoops is doing a great job over there I just have watched everybody build them up and then they shot up to number 7 and played nobody it was cool when they beat Florida we're like wow okay maybe they are for oh never mind Florida sucks yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's what happened yeah. um, that's just me being upset at the system for putting Kentucky at 7 if Kentucky was at 17 I don't think I'd have been like Kentucky's the worst 17 ever Fair um, enough. Yeah. So, uh, next question. How many games can Alabama afford to play without Bryce Young to stay in title contention? Well, I Ooh. thought for a minute when he went out of the game, he's going to be out for a few weeks. I think they're saying shoulder sprain, and it's happened to him before. I'm not sure what they're going to do next week. They play Mississippi State. But they could probably, depending on their schedule, a couple. Listen, the quarterback that, that hopped in after him. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> looks like a linebacker. Yeah. Can run the ball like crazy. Um, obviously, that was a. When that, that the Arkansas environment was strong, and that rattled, he went in and they were up twenty eight nothing, or twenty eight seven, whatever the case is. It turned on yeah. him, and he had to go like, "Oh my God!" Now we got people screaming. They can't hear. He's second string quarterback. You, you know, there's no communication with the line. That's the things you practice when you're getting second team reps. Um, I think if he plays, he'll be much better. At Mississippi State. I think the scheme will be there. I think they're going. Uh, they're they're going to. But who are they playing next? Tennessee is next week. Yeah, and then we play Mississippi State. Then I think they play Mississippi State. Oh, yeah, they play uh, A&M this weekend. Yeah, that's yeah. it. A&M, we switched. Yeah. we Us and Mississippi State switched. Um, we played A&M, they played Alabama, then we switched. Okay. It's like swingers. We just tried to partner. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good. There you go. Must be fun, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to they're gonna be fine. They're going to yeah. crush. They'll be fine. Yeah. They can win a couple games. They'll be fine until Bryce comes back if he even misses a game. He kept his pads on and stayed out there, too. Yeah, he wanted it. He, he, he would put his helmet on every time and, like, no, you're not playing, dude. He ran back into the, 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 the medical tent, then the locker room fast, and his parents ran down, and then he never, you know, got undressed. And I was like, dang, is he coming back in at yeah. any point? And I think that was that concern was there with everybody, but then it didn't matter. All right, what else? Kansas is 5-0 and and ranked for the first time since 2009. Do you think they have a legit shot at winning the Big 12? I don't. Oh. I hope they do. But I don't think they have the horses. You know who's good? Kansas State. Kansas State, yes. You know, they got a quarterback. They got a running back. They got a pretty good offensive line. I don't even think Kansas State's going to win the Big 12. I still think that Big 12 is open. Yeah, I was It's say. open. I still think that Oklahoma will right the ship a bit and be in the mix. Oklahoma State's good. TCU. T- yeah. yeah. I mean, think about Sonny Dykes. Yeah. Leaves SMU. Goes to TCU. That's controversial. People are like, is that even a is that a lateral move? <laughs> they played him last week, right, or the week before. They, that that was the whole game where he had to play his old school. And they come out. TCU look good. They look real good. There's a lot of teams in the Big Twelve that are pretty good that could win that conference. BYU, or excuse me, uh, Baylor lost, but to Oklahoma State. Where I think though that Baylor is, they're all in the mix there. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't think Kansas is going, but it's fun. It is fun. And game day is going to Lawrence yeah. for the first time ever this week. Yeah. So that's that's pretty <laughs> exciting if you're a Kansas fan. Uh, add two letters, Arkansas. We'd be fine to know if you had two letters. Arkansas. Ar- 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 I'm looking for any way now to celebrate. Yeah. Add two letters. We're also 5-0, and buddies. Yeah. All right, next up. Going to the NFL, do you think the Ravens made the right decision going forward on fourth down late in the fourth quarter? There? That's weird. I don't know. I was watching. I was like, well, you can go here. They threw the, he threw the interception yeah. out of the back right, right-ish of the end zone, mm-hmm. right, right corner-ish. I don't know, but Lamar's legit. You always want to give your superstar chances to be superstars. And it's easy to second-guess that. And, and if they score that touchdown, they probably win that game. Like, they are they were putting – I think I'd have probably kicked the field goal because when they were doing it, I was like, I'd probably kick a field goal here. However, look at the other side. Exactly. This is the old, do you give Tom Brady the ball situation, but without Tom Brady, maybe with the new Tom Brady. So, uh, I probably would have kicked the field goal. It's also, like, genius if it works. Absolutely. Idiot if it doesn't. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you won't, we won't know unless you try. I, I think— Where when, do you guys fall on this? Because no whistle needed here. I probably would have kicked the field goal, and I only say that because I thought that right as it was happening. Eddie? I'm an insurance guy. I'd go, like, just, you know, field goal, get the points, and then trust your defense. But then again, like, I like it when te- teams go for it. I think it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I think field goal, especially in that weather, it was bad weather. Um, so the Bills, they weren't really doing much until the second half. But at the same time, you have maybe the best player on the planet right now. And I don't really know if I like the play call, though. You know, he just dropped back, get him out in the run, get him yeah. something with him. So I, I would have liked the field goal, but I don't hate them going for it. I think if Lamar had scored that touchdown, it's going to be hard to knock him from the MVP race. Exactly. He has a couple right. real bad weeks. Yep. Adam? Uh, I, I I agree with you, Eddie. I I tend to be an insurance guy, but I like I like the ball in Lamar's hands. And also, you got Josh Allen on the other sideline. The field goal is n- very very good chance a field goal is not going to get it done. And so so putting his chance putting his hands give him a chance to win the game. I'm not an insurance guy though. Is the thing. I'm like if we feel good about it, we've played well. Analytics say go. Let's just go. We yeah. got the arguably top five quarterback. Let's go. But I would I would kick the field goal then. Yeah. Because, again, yeah, Buffalo was moving the ball in the second half for sure. Oh, they were on a roll. Mm-hmm. But I, that defense has been, has been playing pretty well. I think they could – but, again, they didn't. If you're end. on the road, I think it's better to go for it. At home, I agree. it's a little different. Yeah, I agree. You know, they're that. at home, which is – but, yeah. All right, next up. All right, after beating the Browns on Sunday and getting 2-2, two and two, are the Falcons the hardest team to read? <laughs> Falcons. The Falcons. I got roasted for saying I like – Marcus Mariota. Why? Because really? everybody, even from like, there's like a small contingent of sports people that follow me on Twitter now, which I don't know. I'm not begging for I'm not trying to be in that crowd. But they're like, don't you understand? Mariota sucks. And I'm like, from what you've seen with the Titans, who, who doesn't? With the, In Vegas, he came in for a couple packages. Sure. But I like me. Those little, they're scrappy in Atlanta. There's something yeah. going on in Atlanta, I'm telling you, man. So they're scrappy. I wonder if their management's going like, Bro, we hired you to lose, so we can't get. The- <laughs> it's like major league. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what uh, are we doing here? In 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 the room, they're take every time they win, they take an article of clothing, <laughs> the bikini. Yeah, <laughs> they take it off of Belichick. All right, boys. That's funny, Bones. All right, uh, for those that haven't seen Major League, watch it. That's yeah. that's a reference <laughs> Good to that. Um, I'll, I I don't know. I like Atlanta. I bet on Atlanta. They're scrappy. I like to see them win. I don't know what they're up to. I think we still know who they are. They're probably a seven win team. Let's go. We're rooting for the underdogs. We're, you know, I, as long as they can get Mariota, as long as he has some time, he can do okay. That's if he has no time, he's going to do terrible. And if he has some time, he may do bad. 
but he can do, he has a shot to be okay if they give him a little bit of time. And they got to get Pitts the ball. I mean, Pitts is the definitive playmaker on that offense. Oh, yeah. And there for a while, Pitts was not getting the ball at all. But if they can get Pitts five, six, seven touches, not just targets, I feel like they do better offensively. But what the heck do I know? I always love people on message boards that are like, man, if they would play. I'm like, I'm not in practice every day. Right. I just am watching the games thinking I know stuff. All right, what else? Cooper Rush is now 4-0 in his career as a starter for Dallas. My hero. It's my hero. Yes. Okay. I got a Cooper Rush tattoo right, on my guys. stomach. Yeah. Are they a better team with Cooper Rush under center? I, I already bought the jersey. A better team. Eddie's a big Cowboy fan, so yeah. Eddie, I'll let you do this one. Cooper Rush, better team? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to see because he's getting a lot of protection. Dak, I mean, we only saw Dak play one game. Of course, he stunk it. His accuracy was off, but he was also being pressured a lot. Cooper has time to throw the ball. Yeah. And when he doesn't, he gets sacked. Is he that has his, no... Uh, but is that his fault either way? Is it... I mean, you can only do what you can do, good or bad. Correct. Like, I don't think you should take away from the fact that he's able to throw for 225, 275. No, he, Because he has good an offensive line. You're punishing him because he has a good offensive line. No, I think the big question here everyone keeps asking is like, oh, man, is, is this your quarterback? Like, what do we do with Dak? And it's like, guys, relax. Like, Dak is a top five, six quarterback in my mind in the NFL. He's not, though. In my mind mm, in the NFL. No, no. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, Cooper's getting the job done. This is all we wanted him to do. I'm so happy and all excited. All you wanted him to do was win every game? I mean, <laughs> really, I, well, you know, I thought we'd win maybe two out of the three. And Oh, I didn't. I thought— Hopefully one, one. of three and get yeah. like I, I said when in, Dak went out if they go five hundred with him it's the greatest thing that can happen yeah. right well I came in thinking that the defense was going to carry the team and they have they the played de- well the defense has been you know playing awesome and so Cooper Rush I mean it's awesome it's great but let's let's chill with the is Cooper Rush the better quarterback for the but, Dallas Cowboys but, but not better quarterback the better team does he make the team better is what yes. he said not, not he's definitely not better we all know that. I don't does he make the team better because he plays differently than but Dak? But do we know that really? We don't, we don't <laughs> know that. Just because he's not doing super dynamic things occasionally like Dak does? I mean, do we really know he's not be- I just Are feel you like- saying that he might be better? I'm just saying. Yeah, what are you saying, yeah. I'm. You said we know he's not the better quarterback. Okay. Dak occasionally does something flashy. Yeah. Or occasionally has a big game. But Dak sucks a lot too. He, I, I, think, I think that the floor can be lower with Dak. Absolutely. But the ceiling is way higher. And that's that's the difference and that's why you like put that, you put your hopes you put your hopes in that arm and that and, and those legs and give them a chance to go make plays. But uh but yeah, they're not making mistakes. They're they're maybe playing Dak's great doing defense. too much. Right. Maybe, maybe Dak constantly maybe. tries to do too much. What if when your star quarterback goes down, the team says, Hey guys, come on, like we gotta step it up. This is our chance. We have to do this for Okay, you think they're having a Dak. Mighty Ducks meeting in the <laughs> locker room. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, let's do this the for Dallas Dak. Ducks fly together. Imagine how weird it feels for Dak though. Like Yes, because he always plays like, Oh yeah, I support Cooper. He's my yeah. dude. But really, is he Drew Bledsoe in here? Like and, and the irony out? of how Dak replaced Romo. Because yeah. Romo gets hurt, Dak plays. Well, yeah. Dak's our guy. Dak gets hurt. Ru- I don't circle th- of life. Nobody's calling for <laughs> Cooper Rush. Nobody legitimate is calling for Cooper Rush to be the future of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but it is a fun conversation because Cooper yeah. Rush is four zero. Yeah, three zero this season. Three, it's amazing. Amazing. You can say the defense. You can say the offensive line. By the way, an offensive line that. Is not the complete offensive line. They're when they not. Started this, Jason Peters, mm-hmm. like when you're bringing people in, yeah. and they're still. Pro- I, I don't know what's happening in Dallas, but I wouldn't mess with it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. So, so Dak is healthy, 100. But he's Would not. You, I'm talking no, about I, this week. I'm talking about this it. week. I get it. They're saying Dak could come back and play this week. 
why in the world would you rush him back at all? I agree with that. You can lose one more game and be okay. I would wait until the Cowboys lose a game. Yeah. Before I would, because also think about the pressure Dak's going to be under if he comes back and Cooper's never lost a game and Dak comes in and loses the first game. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about it's weird right now? Mm-hmm. Wait till that happens. Yeah. Even if it's unfair, even if it does, even if we all know there's a reason Dak gets paid a lot of money and Dak's a better quarterback and Dak's a better athlete. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if Cooper Rush never loses and Dak comes in and drops one or two in a row, you don't think the Dallas talk radio stations, you don't think ESPN, Ed Warder. You don't think it's just going to be nonstop For what's sure. happening. 100%. And that is a cancer in the organization even. They're feeling it from outside. I'm a big Cooper Rush guy, though. Yeah, <laughs> Only what? because I normally wouldn't give a crap. But I told you I bought the Cowboys. <laughs> and they were costing me money. And now they're winning and they're yeah. making me money. Let's go. But their schedule does get tougher. They got the Rams next week. Yeah. Yeah, they got a couple tough put ones Dak in the next in, few weeks. Put Dak back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones tries to sabotage Dak and put him in against the real good teams. Hurt. <laughs> See, told you guys. Uh, uh, anything else, Kevin? That's all. Okay. Okay, a couple things. One, one of my friends said he just tested positive for COVID. And he'll be playing a lot of game now on PlayStation. My other friend just texted and said, because we play the NBA game, I got to call. I'm going to call him on the phone. And he said, we can't play in HD. Well, if you play in the 90s. Oh, it it shows it almost like you're watching a 90s 90s, television. You can turn that off. Oh, can you? Yeah. Because it is annoying. Everyone's blurry. I'll call him the phone. (laughs) What? It is cool. It's cool at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're trying to play, it's not cool, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Like the players didn't see it in that color when they were playing the game. (laughs) Yeah. He's not going to answer. Hello? Cody, hey, you're on the podcast right now, okay? So just know you're being recorded. Okay. Hey, you can turn off that camera that shows it in 90s. Just go to your settings. And yeah, tu- I have the, uh, I tr- changed it to the 2K one. No, no, no. That's the, that's the, that's the camera angle, angle of the camera. Go and turn off in the settings. I think it's called like old school mode or retro, maybe? retro setting, whatever that is. Oh, he's going to do this now? Uh, you don't have to do it right now. He's like, okay. But I turned it off, too. It looks grainy until you turn it off. So you have Oh, error screen effects? That's okay, probably what gotcha. it is. Now yeah. it's fixed. Uh, so Co- okay. this is Random Kid Cody. Cody and myself. Eddie's in our basketball league, but we mm-hmm. play Madden, too. And Madden's all screwed up because of the hurricane. It's been screwed up for two weeks. We can't get past the draft. What, are the servers out of Florida? Yeah. Oh. Do you, do you play anything, Kevin? No. No PS5? No. I don't Adam, have anything. You? No. Losers. All right. <laughs> uh, Cody, what do you think about the Cowboys, buddy? Uh, they suck. They're lucky. <laughs> okay. They're lucky? Yeah. I mean, they they play a weak schedule right now. Command, who who can't beat the Commanders? I agree with that. They beat the Giants, though, at home. They beat the Giants, who are now 3-1, and one, right? Didn't the, the Giants? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. Who have the Giants played? Either Justin Fields' worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> Tell him, Cody. Um, All right, hang up on the him. Bengals, man. Come yeah. on. Hey, they Forget did beat the Bengals. That's true. They did beat the Bengals. Right. Who do the Who do the Cowboys have next? No, he Eagles. knows. The Rams. He, he knows. The Eagles. Rams, Rams and Eagles. Ran, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rams and Eagles. That's so they owe and two. Rams and Eagles. Yeah. We'll, oh yeah. Owen two. Easy. If Cooper, whatever if, Eddie, if whatever Co- Eddie wants to bet on it, I'll take him. If Cooper Rush happens to beat the Rams next week, should he be the starting quarterback? No. <laughs> what if Cooper Rush beats the Rams and the Eagles? Maybe he needs to be the starting quarterback. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe. We'll start thinking about it. And, Cody, who's your team? Uh, my fantasy football team. I, I mean, I root for the Eagles because I hate the Cowboys. 
So you what? you have a favorite team only because of the team you hate the most? It's terrible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I grew up in Texas. Uh, it's kind of how I'm with the Titans now. I can't, like, it's always their year. Like, I can't stand it. All right. But that's every fan base, guys. Cody sounds like just sad as a person. Yeah, like, yeah. He finds well, joy in yeah. others' pain. Yeah. It's because yeah. he works overnight. That's exactly what it is. All right, Cody. All right, good luck with basketball. I'm glad you're playing games, though. All right, I'm getting whooped right now. Yeah, classic. All right, buddy, see you later. <laughs> see ya. Bye. It's his bad work schedule. That's why he's always moody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Tittle tattle's done. Let me mention this. Um, on games this season, I'm 19 and two. You've already mentioned that, but we can do it again. <laughs> well, this is, this, is the, this is the commercial. No, this is the commercial. Okay. Yeah. You say it every time. We talk five about minutes. the parlays and they say, Hey, bring up your, so I'm 19 and two on games picked this season. What I did hit this week was the parlay. I told you Ole Miss money line, Mississippi state money line and UTSA money line and all hit. And it was great. I felt pretty good about it. It was love and life. Everything's great. Uh, I told you suggested to you that Michigan would cover, and they did. The one I missed was Oklahoma, I believe, uh, and they got throttled. Mm -hmm. And I've said before, I don't like betting on Oklahoma because they never cover, but they they were just throttled. And I'm rooting for Oklahoma it's just because my wife's happy. Family. Yeah, I I'm rooting it. for Oklahoma. Um, so, but we're 19-2 in games picked, and, you know, hopefully you hop on. Did anybody bet the, bet the parlay with me? Adam, you did? I bet the parlay with you except for the UTSA game because I didn't realize it was a Friday night game. Mm. So I hit the other two. I was going to I was going to ride with you. I just didn't get in on time on that. But we did the podcast on Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Thursday was it Thursday night? Yeah. I don't know. I I got yeah. I got after right, too late buddy. after the game started. <laughs> Mike, did you? Oh, Mike couldn't. I'm locked out of Mike. Mike yeah. What kind of illegal activity they is going on with Mike's Mike? Mike's like sharing Bitcoin. I don't know what it, what he's doing over there. What's going on? I think they had. I think I have two accounts. Oh, classic Dang, Mike. Illegal trading. Mike. <laughs> uh, no, you didn't bet it, Kevin? I did not. Why do you, why because, do you never? You never do. <laughs> no, this one, though, I honestly did forget about the morning games, but it's also the money line. I don't I don't bet enough to, like, the money line pays out well enough for me. But you do if those three are together. That was the point of it. Yeah, That's but the point of the parlay. I, like, I paid three to one. But if I would have bet, the, what, yeah, five bucks? And, yeah. That's why I didn't do it, Bones. I put a dollar on it. I win three dollars. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah I don't want to lose my dollar. I, okay. We did the math. If you would have bet 20 bucks on every bet... Not let it compound, because I would never do that, where you take your winnings and bet it again. Yes, yes. But 20 bucks on it all, if you just started with 20 bucks and you bet it all, you would have $1,090. Dang. That's where you'd be right now. Mm. That's a lot of dollars. Reed, did you bet it? I bet 200. Reed retired. Smart. Good for Reed, because he hit big in the step yeah, down. I like that. Smart. I like that, Reed. He's Good smart. job. Uh, so anyway, if you don't have the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can download it now and get in on the action with the 25 Whistles Parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. I'm already looking at the media lines next week. They have Arkansas as a dog. Big dog going down to Starkville. I never put Arkansas in, in the mix. I'm about. Let's go. If our quarterback's playing, which he, he left the game because of some sort of head injury, I'm about to bet the farm on it. I don't even own a farm. I'm betting somebody else's farm. <laughs> oh, wow. Somebody We're going to buy one with the hey, more smiles and frowns. That's right. Yeah. More smiles and frowns <laughs> all the way. More smiles and frowns. Okay. So why don't we do what do we learn from week four? Or week five, depending on what you're looking at here, because college is one week ahead. But you can go NFL if you'd like. What did you learn from this week, Eddie? I'm going NFL, of course, and I've learned that the Bucks are 0-2 at home, which my theory is correct. 
Tom Brady at home is miserable. The personal life is way worse because he can't win a game when he's home. What happens? He fights with his wife, drives to work, loses. But when he's on the road, he's got three days away from the family. He's clear, level-headed, and he's winning games. So my theory is correct. Problems at home. With you can't Tom say Brady your theory is correct. <laughs> what, do you mean? It what do you mean? Leads you to believe your theory is more accurate, but you yeah. can't just go. My theory is correct. Hey, if they know. lose one more at home, I mean, guys, I'm a genius. Okay. Uh, Kevin, I learned that Mike Tomlin is going to have his first losing season as Maybe. a head coach. Maybe they are so bad. Maybe yeah. yeah. And to lose to the Jets like that, uh, it's not good. Not a good look. Uh, how would you feel about the Jets, for example? How'd you Zach Wilson back. Zach Wilson. He ran one in. <laughs> Caught a, caught caught a touchdown pass. Yeah. yeah. His first touchdown back. Um, you know, kudos to him for leading that charge at the end in the mm -hmm. second half. I mean, he had the game-winning drive. Bryce Hall almost fumbled. I mean, Bree he, yeah, uh, Bryce. Yeah, Bryce yeah. Hall. I get my Bryce is mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce Hall scored at the end of the game and won the game for them, but it was right. I mean, it was close. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos to them for coming back and winning that game, but uh, I don't think either team is anything great at all. Adam? Uh, I don't know anything about college football. That's what I learned this weekend. Um, Georgia coming out flat two weeks in a row. <laughs> That blew my mind. Mizzou, even just, like, having the stones to show up to that game. I mean, like, nobody was giving them a chance. Um, the Big 12 being wide open, I didn't see any of that coming. Um, I also didn't – I said earlier, it felt like Arkansas got blown out twice because they they got blown out in the beginning, and they came back, and then they gave up those big runs at the end. Uh, it was just like an emotional roller coaster in college football this weekend. I enjoyed it, but I don't know anything about college football. I think this week solidified Patrick Mahomes is, like, here to stay and play. Oh, dude. Like, I think he saw the Brady game as, all right, I've been playing out of my mind. And they also lost last weekend, uh, you know, against the Colts. But it, it was never a game. I mean, he was – they start with Kelsey touchdown immediately. I mean, Mahomes is – he, Mahomes is going hard all season. Everybody that said Mahomes sucks, Mahomes isn't the quarterback we thought he was in the offseason. That was – that you know, that was the narrative a lot of folks had. Couldn't be more wrong. I still feel like the Chiefs are going to win the whole thing more than Buffalo. I think it'll go down to it, but that's going to be that forever. That's the next five to seven years. Oh, yeah. That's Peyton Manning, Tom like, Brady that's for it. the next 10 years. Too bad it's not in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But still, pretty cool that hopefully it's, you know, the AFC Championship right before the Super Bowl. Um, that being said, though, I still like Lamar as my MVP. So I still feel pretty good about where I, where I started. Anybody changing their teams? No. In, in any way whatsoever? Mm -mm. Okay. All right, good. Still have the bills. Still have the Okay. Uh, we're going to talk fantasy in just a second. We'll get our guy on here in a minute, but let's do first. Let's go over to Adam and do Adam's stat. Adam's stats. Adam has all your stats for you. Adam's stats. What you got, Adam? Well, I don't want to pile on Matt Rule here because he's he's just having a rough go of things. But uh, this courtesy of the Athletic this morning, um, Matt Rule is one in twenty six in games where opponents score seventeen points or more. Yeah, one in twenty six for any. Anything <laughs> that is good. A, that's a really bad offensive stat because 17 points is not a lot of points. No. If you can't be scoring more than 17 points consistently, that's uh, that's trouble in paradise, man. Well, here's a stat from earlier this season of this show. I said, well, I'm going to put a little money on Carolina to make the playoffs. Uh-oh. <laughs> that stat ain't looking too good. <laughs> You're making it back with the Cowboys bet, though. You might be breaking even a little bit. Uh, way more with the Cowboys, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, that's Adam's stats. Hit it, Mike. Uh, uh. Adam stats. That's it. Adam stats. He's got those stats for you. Uh, Titans won. Yeah, pretty good. That, nice. Talk about a team you just don't know who they are. Like, it's, I'm done betting the Titans. I don't know if they're gonna win or lose. Raiders won. First yeah. win. 
They needed that. They Ooh. did need that. Mm-hmm. And it got a little itchy toward the end, and they mm-hmm. scored they, they scored touchdowns at the very end to kind of put it away. Uh, Giants won. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Is that the worst 3-1 team of all time? I, I, I don't know. Right? I mean, is it the worst? <laughs> mm. Let me say this. Is it the worst? I'm going to say worst quarterback. But is it the yeah. worst quarterback that's supposed to be a good quarterback? Meaning, there's we'll use... Our guy Trent Dilfer is an example. He's coming in, by the way, going to be on the show Friday in studio. Mm -hmm. Let's use him as an example. I don't think anybody ever expected when Trent Dilfer was, when they were winning championships, for him to come out and throw for 350 yards. Or for him, they thought when they drafted him from, you know, from Duke, that he, Peyton Manning was like, that's the guy he's going to throw. Like, they really had high hopes for Jones, right? Yeah, yeah. And his legs are his best asset right now. And he's, it's, it's been a struggle Saquon Barkley, killing it. Yeah. Number one running back in all fantasy right now. Um, but, yeah, I think they're probably hmm, the worst. Oh, it's hard to call anybody worst three and one, though. It's like the Kentucky of the NFL, right? Oh, Kentucky's. <laughs> oh, no, man. <laughs> Try to leave them into that. Gi- it's interesting the Giants are three and one. Right. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. Good for them. New York can use, a, can use a winner at times. I mean, the Jets. Look at them. Yeah. What are they, two and two? Two and two, yeah. Two. Um, all right. We're going to go and do a little fantasy football talk here. Let's go now and talk to my favorite fantasy expert. Let's talk to Frost Siddiqui from Upper Hand Fantasy. What's happening, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to talk to you too. Although I feel, you know, on social media, you really don't talk to your friends a lot, but you watch what they're doing. So when you finally (laughs) run into them, you're like, "Ah, I've been keeping up. So I feel like I've been keeping up. I've been watching you. You know, you're my favorite guy at Upper Hand Fantasy. And I think the first thing I want to talk about is... Who can we get right now? A, a buy low guy. Hey, let's say our team's struggling. Let's say my friend Eddie over here. Let's say his team kind of sucks. Right, Eddie? Why, why am I the example? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> let's say his team kind of sucks. How would you help somebody whose team kind of is, is struggling right now? Uh, who, who could they get in on low right that, that'll provide some, some value later in the season? Well, it depends. Like, if, you, if you're already, you know, three and one, four and oh, and you're trying to get something for later in the year, guys that I like, I'm around St. Brown. Right. Like he's obviously a high end player, but I don't think people have realized that he is a clear wide receiver one moving forward. Like they're not going to put him near Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, but he's going to perform that way, you know, moving forward. So uh, I don't think he's a Cooper Cup light. I think he's the next Cooper Cup. So uh, I would overpay to get him right now. He's hurt. No guarantee he's back next week, but they have a buy in week six. A lot of people are not going to want to deal with that for him to potentially miss the next two weeks not being in their lineup. So he's a guy that I'm going to pay whatever I need to pay right now to get him in my in on my team, you know, for the stretch uh, of the season. Eddie, I'm three and one. I have him. Yeah. So you want to overpay for him? <laughs> I'm good, man. Thank hey, you. Sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting right here. Hey, uh, you know, who knows? But he might be, not be back next week. But uh, who, who else, if let's say you're really struggling, like my friend Eddie is over here. Okay. Like running back <laughs> wise, because everybody's hurt. It looks like there's Q's or yeah. O's. For, with everybody in our league anyway, uh, what's going on? Who do you like on the running back side that could actually provide some points at a time when maybe your main guy's out? You know, I think Brees Hall, there's still an opportunity to buy him right now. Um, you know, he's been consistent for the, for the year in terms of fantasy points, but he hasn't had that blow-up week just yet. And his usage is starting to point to the happening at some point. His snaps are way up, route participation way up getting the targets. I think he's second uh, in targets among all running backs at this point, but he hasn't blown up. So he's getting the goal line snaps at this point as well. Uh, six targets, la- you know, this y- yesterday from Zach Wilson. That's a great sign. So the dude is talented. He's a potential league winner. And, you know, if you lost a guy like Javante Williams yesterday, 
I think Brees Hall could potentially uh, replace that and some. How do you have Brees Hall as well? So, <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait, there you go. Any chance you want to hop over here, make a little deal? <laughs> let, let me think about it. I, I got them both. I'll, I'll sit on and think about it. Uh, okay, so let's talk about quarterbacks. Who is your number one right now for the rest of the year? Is it Jalen Hurts? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Is it Lamar Jackson? Who do you have at number one? I mean, it's still Josh Allen, right? Josh uh, Allen's still number one, uh, right? It, it's it's he's still the he's still the guy. You know, he you know the conditions yesterday weren't great. Stephon Diggs wasn't able to you know go crazy like he has been over the first three weeks of the season, but he's still the guy. Up tempo, pass heavy offense. He has the weapons. It's still him. Lamar, Jalen Hurts, they're right there. You know, you can't go wrong. I, I had somebody ask me yesterday, hey, who should I start between Lamar and Jalen Hurts? I said, please, stop it with your first world problems, okay? <laughs> we're, all, we're all struggling over here trying to find a quarterback for week four. But what about Josh Allen playing in Buffalo when it gets winter time? Like, that's what I wouldn't trust as it gets to week 14 or 15 or the first round of the playoffs in fantasy and you all of a sudden you got a Buffalo game where it's snow, then what's Josh Allen going to do? Like, I guess that's the only reason that I'm not an expert because I say stupid stuff like this, but also that <laughs> Josh is not my number one quarterback. What do you say to that? Well, I totally got that concern. I, I don't think that's a, that's a invalid concern. However, he's the guy that they're going to be using a ton near the goal line. Like he has that rushing floor. You know, he might not have as high of a rushing floor as Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts. However, I think Jalen Hurts, you know, he's depending on efficiency a little bit. Lamar Jackson is definitely depending on passing efficiency. So when it comes to that time of year, um, I worry more about Lamar Jackson than I do about, about Josh Allen, because I do think that he's like, he's the type of guy that when he gets near the goal line, he's their goal line back. Lamar Jackson, he's going to have J.K. Dobbins, um, Jalen Hurts. They're still, he's going to be rushing a lot of touchdowns as well, but he has running backs that he can depend on too. Uh, but in terms of Buffalo, Josh Allen is their goal line back. We talked about buy low. Who would you sell high on right now where people are willing to pay top dollar and probably going to get more value? Uh, you know, it's funny, I, you know, before this week, I was telling everyone to sell James Robinson. You know, James Robinson was absolutely killing it, but he was – you know, there was a lot of overproduction there and that kind of played out this week with him, you know, not doing his thing against Philly. Uh, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, I think that's a, a, an easy one. You know, he scored five touchdowns in four weeks. Uh, he hasn't been getting enough volume to warrant his current production. He did get some volume yesterday, last night with the Chiefs going up. Uh, but through four weeks, he's the overall RB4, right? I get it. He's on a great offense. Those touchdowns aren't going to be able to fall like they were you know, all like, like they were over the past few weeks. Uh, he's, he's one guy I'm looking to sell. JK Dobbins, another one. He scored two touchdowns. You know, things can get better for him, but I think that's the assumption that things will get better on top of the two touchdowns, right? Where the advantage, I think that's where the advantage lies if you're trying to sell him because of the psychology around JK Dobbins only played 50% of snaps. He's sharing goal line, you know, role with like not even Gus Edwards. When Gus Edwards is back, I think this might be a little bit more of a share than we think. What about Nick Chubb? Hey, man, Nick Chubb, like, I'm buying him high. <laughs> Listen, you, you know, with Nick Chubb, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was as high on him coming into the year. He is going to be touchdown depending. He's not involved in the pass game. But he's like this year's Derrick Henry in terms of, you know, he's not involved in the pass game, but he's going to get it done for you. Um, the, the, the talent is just too good. And then when Deshaun Watson ends up coming back, it's possible that this offense takes a step forward, you know, in week 11. So there's only, you know, it's only week four. So you only have four or five weeks be before that happens. Um, and, you know, if he has one or two duds in, in between those, that period, I think you'll be okay. But for now, 
what are you going to sell Nick Chubb for? You know, unless you're getting a, another high end running back and a high end wide receiver, there's not there's not much else I would rather get in a package back for Chubb. I was ridiculed a lot for drafting Saquon early this season uh, mm-hmm. because Saquon has lived hurt. He's uh, right now. Saquon is not hurt, and Saquon is producing every single week. Do you expect these kind of numbers to continue for Saquon? Yeah, I, I wouldn't sell Saquon right now. You know, he's balling. You know, he was a baller. You know, I was high on him coming into the year, and the, we knew that. We talked about this. The overall RB1 was in his range of outcomes, and we knew, and now through four weeks, he is the overall RB1 in PBR League. So, you know, he's, he's a year removed from the ACL injury, and, and listen, you, we want to label guys you know, quote unquote, injury prone. Right. But, you know, we think guys are bulletproof and safe from injury. Look at Jonathan Taylor, right. Just suffered, you know, what could be a high ankle sprain. Maybe he wasn't considered, you know, injury prone, right. He never missed a practice like since high school, (laughs) Christian McCaffrey, he's played, he's played on more than 80% of snaps in every game so far this year. So the guys, you know, we just never know when it comes to injuries, it's really luck of the draw a lot of the times. So no, I, 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 I wouldn't sell Saquon. Keep him. Eddie, what do you think? Yeah, that was my question with Jonathan Taylor. Like, what do I do with Jonathan Taylor? I know he's number one. He probably went number one in most leagues. And now we're freaking out a little bit. Like, uh, what do we do with Jonathan Taylor? It it depends. It depends on what your team looks like right now. If you're one and three or oh and four or something like that, even two and two. And if Jonathan Taylor ends up missing this week, you you don't want to risk, you know, getting too, you know, getting too low. I think he still has the, the name value where you can get some pieces back that you can actually play in week five. Uh, so that's I, w- I would kind of roll it that way. If you have JT, you're three and one, you're four and oh, I would kind of stick it through. There's there's no way that he can have a worse stretch than he did over the first four weeks of the season. It was pretty bad before, you know, week one looked great. After that, not so great. I think he's going to bounce back, but you got to be a little bit patient. Kevin? Yeah, hey, what's up, Faraz? I'm a, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of guy. And I'm about to go 4-0. So <laughs> nice. I'm sitting here with my roster, and I've beaten uh, a team each week pretty handily. So what do I do with that roster? Do you think I should make moves? Or you kind of sit there, hey, just keep riding the wave? You know, I, I think it depends. What I would do personally, I would look at what your bench looks like and see if you can package, do some two-for-one trades uh, and really feast. And you, you've already been feasting on all the bad teams in your league, but I would I would go a little deeper there. I would look at all the bad teams, look at see the, see who they need, and potentially do, do some two-for-ones. Maybe they're willing to give you one of their studs for two players that might help fill their lineup, right? And, you know, if you're 4-0, that's what you want, right? Those are the guys who are going to win you weeks. Those are the guys that you want to build your roster on. So, you know, if there's a little bit, let's say your wide receiver three is weak or your flex is relatively weak. It's not a, you know, you're not starting a wide receiver one in your wide receiver three spot. You know, maybe you see if you can make that upgrade, um, you know, and tweak it a little bit, you know, just so that you're ready when it comes to the stretch run of the season. What's the expectation with Jamar Chase for the rest of the year? You know, with, with Jamar Chase, I think he ends up doing his thing. He had an amazing week one. I think he's a good buy low right now. You know, the, the the name value is is why it might be a little tough, but we saw what he's capable in week one, 10 for 129 in the touchdown. He's above 27% target share uh, in three or four weeks. The thing is, he has a very good compliment in T. Higgins, right? If Joe Burrow only needs to throw the ball 31 times like he did yesterday, or I'm sorry, on Thursday night, then, you know, there's a chance that, you know, only one of them blow up. But 
Chase has that weak win, winning ability, just like how, how I was talking about. He's like one of those guys that I would trade for. To, he's going to win you weeks. Um, he won people weeks in week one. Week one, at week five, they play the Ravens. So there's a chance that he blows up in that game. They have one of the worst secondaries in the league. Uh, so I, if you were looking to buy somebody, he's somebody to buy right now before he blows up next week. All right, two final questions before you go, but let's talk about surprises. Who has been the biggest surprise running back for you so far this season? You know, it's James Robinson, somebody I was looking to sell. Coming into week four, he was the third best running back through three weeks. Uh, not only did he have to come overcome an Achilles injury that he suffered late in the season in December, which is known to be a death blow to running backs in the NFL, he had to prove himself to a new coaching staff as a former undrafted free agent, someone the team did not invest in at all, and had to compete with a first-round talent and one of the better running back prospects over the last couple of years in Travis Etienne. And he ended up winning the job. The early down, early down job over Travis Etienne, so super impressive, right? Um, and the Jaguars then actually being a much better football team <laughs> with Doug Peterson at the helm definitely helped too. And then finally, I'll ask you that about wide receiver. Like, who's been the biggest surprise that you expect to continue to perform? Um, I think you know, same team, Christian Kirk. You know, despite you know he had a bad week four, right? But he still got the targets. You know, he's still a top ten fantasy wide receiver through four weeks. He's playing in the slot, which is what we've seen with these coverages moving a lot into zone. That's one of the reasons why these slot wide receivers doing really well. The ones who are able to diagnose the zone, Cooper Cup, Amara St. Brown, guys like that, they're doing well. And I think Christian Kirk is is you know not at that tier. But he's going to continue to get it done um, He's with the target share that he's getting. He was mocked a little bit, right? Like the Jaguars were mocked, you know, by, you know, you know, paying this guy all that money. But listen, he's he's producing. They paid Zay Jones. He's producing, too. So, you know, going into week four, Kirk was averaging six catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. So and, and I do think that, you know, the 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 volume is matching the production here. So I do think it is sustainable. Eddie, what's your what's your record? Oh me, I'm one in. Yeah, well, yeah one in. I'm I got a lot of these. You know, I got a lot of these players. You may want to hold on. I do have one quick question. <laughs> I, I, I thought okay. it was. I thought it was real Go cute. Ahead. I was real cute drafting uh, DeAndre Hopkins, thinking like, oh, he's gonna come. He's gonna come in a few weeks late, and then he's gonna dominate. But yeah. the Cardinals suck, and Kyler Murray, like, what do I mean? Is is that even worth holding on to DeAndre Hopkins, or is he just gonna be DeAndre Hopkins? And yes, this is gonna be awesome. I think it, it'll. You'll. I think it's good to hold him. However. If you're one and three, I would look to trade him now because he's not doing anything for you right now, right? Like I would look at the four and no teams and the three and one teams. <sighs> They're much more willing to hold DeAndre Hopkins on their bench while they give you some stuff that you can use right now hey, and then into the rest of the season. <laughs> hey, Bones, you hey, like buddy. DeAndre Hopkins? Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, I'll give you, you one have, final you thing. You have him too. Uh, one final. I, so I picked up Gronk and I'm sitting him on my bench because I can right now, thinking that Tampa's going to call him back into service because Tampa's playing wide receiver roulette right now. People hurt, people coming back. They're picking up Cole Beasley. Uh, what do you think about Gronk coming back? I think it's possible, man. I, I wouldn't, I would not bet against it. You know, like he, it's a lot of mixed signals with Gronk and Brady going back and forth. So I, I would not, who wants to go through a training camp? Who wants to go through the regular season when you know you're going to make the playoffs and potentially make the Super Bowl? I can totally see this guy coming uh, back in the stretch run. The fact that you have Gronk on your bench and you and you have that luxury to hold that guy <laughs> tells me that you have a pretty good team. Exactly. All right, Frostadiki, you guys follow him at Upper Hand Fantasy. Hey, thanks for the time, and we'll catch up in a few weeks. Of course. I appreciate it, man. All Thank right, you so see much. You. See you, buddy. All right, that was Farah Siddiqui. That's the guy. Like we just said, follow him there. Man, his stuff is so good on Instagram. So I hope you guys go follow him and check it out. Unless you're playing me and then stay away from it because uh, I enjoy him and I take a lot of what he says and do it myself. 
The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Touchdowns, big plays, bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if you do. It's that easy. In addition to the usual bets, everybody can boost their winnings to DraftKings. Stepped up, same game, parlays. You know, we bet a lot of parlays here. We like to tell you how to get more smiles and frowns. I mean, to make things sweeter, too, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long, and next week looks to be in college especially. Just meaty, as I like to say. Just meaty. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code BOBBYSPORTS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code BOBBYSPORTS, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, big shout-out. always love having him on the show. Now is the time in your fantasy leagues. you got to make moves or you're just going to further disintegrate and go 0, for, 0 and 9, basically. Uh, all right, so final. Guys, give me your final thought here. Mike, if you want to hit our song that's supposed to sound like Leonard Skinner, but it's just a ripoff. Eddie, final thought. Prayers for uh, Tua. I mean, I, maybe, it's the, fine. maybe it's the dad in me, but, like, it, I would just be like, son, I think we're done playing football. Like, every time. I don't time, know why I believe the Miami staff so yeah. much when they said they checked him out over and over Dude, again. It's so sad. I really, like, I felt for him when his hands were doing his thing. And, like, Same. And, and even, like, Godwin last night. Like, it's just when players get hurt and then they come back and they fight through it and then they get hurt again and then, and then you see one shot and they're down for like a whole minute and I'm like guys like it's just at some point like I care so much about like just the human out there not the football player or the team like come on man like just take care of yourself I mean it's their livelihood I understand why I get they, it, they don't want to be the person that's always known as injury prone because they can't sign another deal I don't know why I believe the Dolphins so much though they're like we checked them we checked them every day leading up to it we checked them we checked them and I know people are mad. I don't, I don't know why I believe the doll. There's going to be a big fat investigation, and we're going to see what's up. What, what, Kevin, what are you going to say? No, I was just going to say, I just don't think that, like we talked about it last week, I don't think they would chance that. Me either. This just was, if this was 10, 15 years ago, maybe, but now? If it's Dick Butkus, yeah. I would say he's going in there with four concussions. It's not Dick Butkus. And I know they fired that um, individual doctor, yeah, the doctor or whatever, but that's, I don't know. I just don't think, I'm with you. I don't think they would have chanced it. Kevin? My final thought, I'm going to send some prayers as well, Eddie. Oh, good. But mine are going to Antonio Brown. Oh, man. God, dude. He yeah, just what, keeps going downhill more and more. And this man needs some help or something. If you didn't see it, he was in a pool in Dubai, I think. Yeah, yeah. Dubai. And, and he's in a pool and his penis is he just like, just out. Yeah. And out, the, the and thing is, like, he's exposing himself. But then he said he was like, look, I don't know. He had an all explanation. But regardless, you can't have your wiener out. No. Question, and, that, that blurred... Thing. Mm-hmm. That was a penis. That's what I thought too. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> wow. Quite the blur. Same. Wow. Took up the whole screen. Same. <laughs> this is who I'm begging. I'm begging Apple or Amazon to please buy the Sunday ticket. Please, please pay the most money and get it. Oh, yeah. Please get it because I want to watch it. Bones, what's wrong? You can get it. You can buy the app. Okay, but then you have to use a college ID. <laughs> then you well, have to. It's yeah. just to. Just don't. Just put it somewhere where if we want it, we can buy it. We don't have to subscribe to a whole server. We just I want agree it. with you. So. I know all the Apple executives listen to this podcast religiously. <laughs> yeah, of course. Please buy Sunday ticket. I know what's up. Amazon, please. I like what Amazon's doing. Yeah. Great. Please buy it. Because I want to watch all the games. It's crazy. We're at 2022 and we can't watch every game. 
it's really the only place where it feels like 1973. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I can only watch a regional game and then whatever the Fox game of the week is. Yeah. Stupid. So somebody buy it that can make it easy for us. Or DirecTV, just allow it to be bought by itself. No college ID, nothing. It's just a Sunday ticket app. You pay the money for it, you watch it. I end. love it. That's what I want right there. Okay. I, I don't want to be calling my friend, hey, you're still in college, right? You still have that college I want, ID? I, it's yeah. like Facebook back in the back in the back in the day. <laughs> yeah. 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 I need Apple to buy it. That, that's just it. That's it. Thank you. Uh, all right. Trendell Foreign Studio uh, on Friday's show. Thank you very much. Hope you guys, you know, made more smiles than frowns this week. Yeah. That's what we'll say. Uh, thanks again to DraftKings, and we will see you guys on Friday. Bye, everybody. Theme song written by me, Bobby Bones, and performed by Brandon Ray. Brandon's an awesome artist. Follow Brandon on socials at Brandon Ray Music. Thanks to our guests and thanks to our crew. My co-host, Adam Hambrick, at Adam Hambrick. Our segment producer, at Kickoff Kevin. Our video producer, at Producer Eddie. Head producer, at Mike Distro. Most importantly, thank you for listening. I'm Bobby Bones, and we will talk to you next week on 25 Whistles. <laughs>